0: Hey y'all, it's Brittany. And Eric. As we mentioned last week, over the next couple of months, we are trying something new. Every week, you'll get to hear the audio from one of the latest
1: episodes of our new Quibi show, The Nod with Brittany and Eric.
0: Our Quibi show aims to be a reflection of how Black people are living, fighting, and thriving right now in real time. So you're going to hear from activists, writers, politicians, and also from regular people out there trying to make it in a world that doesn't feel built for us. Today's episode features one of our favorite voices and yours. We're talking to the host of NPR's It's Been a Minute podcast, Sam Sanders.
1: Sam joined us to talk about how to keep up with a constant stream of relentlessly distressing news without losing your head, and what it's been like to report the news while Black in a time like right now.
0: Without further ado, here's our episode with Sam Sanders. Police brutality, the eruption of protests, an economic crisis, a worldwide pandemic. It's been so much to take in, and still there's this pressing need to stay informed. But how do we keep
1: up with the news while still performing self-care? That's where NPR's Sam Sanders comes in.
0: Today, he's sharing his tips for getting your news without getting overwhelmed and how he thinks newsrooms should evolve. So keep watching. This is The Nod. Sam Sanders. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's so good to be
1: here. Yes. Oh my goodness, it's so good to be here talking Thank with y'all, seeing your beautiful faces. You have done a lot of political reporting for NPR. You also host the podcast, It's Been a Minute, uh, which covers pop culture and news. So much is happening in the world right now that requires you know you to be plugged in. I'm curious, like, how has the news been affecting you in this moment? It's been. <laughs> It's been a lot. So like the news itself
2: is heavy and it's hard as a journalist of color to be a real human, be who you are and also process this kind of news. I think what's bigger for me and what's larger for me in my mind right now is how black journalists particularly, we are asked to be a part of this story, uh, educate white people and our white friends, but also be extremely diplomatic and above the fray at the same time. It's a lot.
0: I think even on Twitter, I've noticed a lot of the people that I follow being respectful about the kinds of images that they share. But on cable news, it's kind of like, I mean, how many times was that that image of George Floyd circulated? It makes me wonder what you think about how these stories are being Covered. I think
2: we are seeing newsroom leaders in this moment seek to cover the black men and women who are being killed by police, seek to cover the black people and all kinds of people out there protesting and marching. In the same instances, they do not accept the full humanity of the black journalists in their newsroom. This idea of objectivity, which has been around in American mainstream journalism for a few decades now, basically says all journalists are above the fray. They are not partisan. They are not political. They don't take any side. They just report the facts. Now we're faced with this moment where we're having to talk about Black Lives Matter again. And these newsrooms are asking folks like me to be objective. And that means asking us to see both sides. But there's no both sides when a man like me is being choked out for eight and a half minutes and dying.
1: You know, I watch cable news and you just watching the news in general. Like, I feel like I've never seen so many kind of black correspondents. It's great because you did have them there. But it's also <laughs> tough because it feels like, you know, they're bringing them out to kind of just comment on this moment, comment on trauma. And it's not just comment. We, we are asked in many
2: ways to publicly perform black grief for white consumption. And so my fight in this moment is to say, amplify these black voices, but don't just
1: make us funeral criers. We're more than that. We're journalists. It seems like right now it's more urgent than ever to stay informed, but it feels all bad. It seems like it's like one horrible thing after another. I'm curious, like as somebody who has to stay informed, how do you do that with Losing it. I would say the first order of business is knowing that like you don't
2: have to be on Twitter all the time and you should not be on Twitter all the time. I think hmm. especially at night, we have to monitor our media consumption so we can go to sleep. There are many nights now where hmm. I will turn the phone off, walk the phone down to my car in the parking garage of my building, put the phone in the car and say the phone stays there tonight. And Sam's going upstairs to go to bed. And then I think the second order of business is to consistently kind of truth squad yourself with other people you trust and like talk about this news with other people that you trust. Mm. If you sit at home on the scroll, on the feed all day, and it's just you and your thoughts, by the end of the day, you're in tears. It is okay to call someone you know and trust just to unpack the news. At this point, it's too much for anyone to deal with alone, too
1: much. Last night, I was able to get sleep and it's part of the reason I'm able to function, but like the day before, I made the mistake of opening Twitter just before I went to sleep and literally the first thing in the timeline was video of a, a black man being being killed. Yep. And I did not sleep. Well, cause we it's, also it's feel hard. this pressure really as as
2: black journalists and black folks on the internet We feel this duty in moments like this to constantly be in the struggle. But what I always tell myself is like, you can't set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Mm. And at a certain point, your self-destruction is not helping anyone.
0: You know, with so much processing of our own that we have to do with all of these traumatic and trending headlines, you know, I'm wondering, has anything changed for you about how you report the news?
2: Take the imaginary white man off your shoulder. I think what I think like we. So my show is a podcast, and it's also on the radio. And the average age and demo of a weekend NPR listener is fifty-eight years old plus, mostly white. And for the longest time, I was I, I would gut check everything I did and say, "Well, will this book? Will, will that person get it?" And so I think my responsibility and charge to myself now is not to worry if they understand all of it or like all of it, but to worry about if what I'm saying is true and if what I'm saying mm-hmm. speaks to the moment. I have consumed white media since I was a kid and I just figured it out. I watched <laughs> Frasier, you know, I watched <laughs> Friends, I watched all that stuff and I just was like, okay, yeah. I can, I can figure this out. I want to give my white listeners the same grace so that's been my charge to myself in this moment: take this imaginary white man I have to perform for off of my shoulder hmm. and just tell the truth and make it plain.
0: That is definitely that, that is, is a word right there. Such man. a word. <laughs> that is a, such a word. That is such a word. And also, I mean, I mean, to be honest, for many people, that white man is not imaginary. Uh, yeah, that, writes,
2: <laughs> that white man writes us emails every week.
0: Right? <laughs> white man is not imaginary.
1: Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so uh, much. Seriously, it's, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's so good to, to be to. here.
2: This felt like my therapist couch. I got a lot off my chest. I'm feeling better <laughs>
1: now. I'm feeling better now.
0: How do you practice self-care while also staying informed? Let us know. Tweet us at the Nod Show.
1: And if you want to know when every new episode of The Nod goes live, head on over to our show page and click the follow button. And don't forget to tap that little bell to make sure you get notifications. That's our show for today. Thanks for watching and be safe. If you like today's episode, you can get so much more of The Nod on Quibi. Our show airs every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. And each Quibi sign-up comes with a 14-day free trial. So try it out. Just tell us what you think. We're still there, still making the good stuff.